is Naziati Mohamed Yaqub with another podcast. Today, I would like to talk about the design process in architecture studio curriculum. We had this diagram before in the very first podcast where we showed the different stages in the design process starting from the design brief right to schematic design and special studies for the year that is the final year which you can do such um, more deeper work. And this has arose again because there's a need to actually investigate whether there are similarities between different years uh, projects. Is there a similarity between the second year project and the fifth year project? Why would this be an interesting thing to analyze? That is because you. this will be the argument for a certain design approach that we should take if we want to compare the similarities Comparing the similarities by evaluating what the student had learned in the second year and what they learned in the fifth year would give you some idea of a reference, would give a reference to actually understanding their learning levels or what they have learned. Everybody could agree to some extent that we focus on the building. Why we focus on the building, whether the building is whatever concept that it should be, is one thing. But all in all, the building has three particular things that we develop over time when we deal with the project. And that is basically the space, the volume, and the detail. Even this is reflected in practice when you have to handle the design aspect of a project. If we set out to deal with design in context or designing with the context in mind in the second year project and in the fifth year project, you can see how much the student has learned and what are the confidence, what are the takeaways in terms of the skills and knowledge that the student gained from second year to fifth year. You can actually discern how the student is able to grab certain concepts and certain principles and understanding of the nature of architecture. It all has to do with different aspects of them cognitively and psychologically as well in terms of their mind developing with the psychomotor skills obviously and how they could look at themselves, what they look at themselves in terms of the designer or the architect that they want to be. And that goes in hand in hand with the confidence in terms of the feedback that they get, whether they're doing the right thing among their peers. When we talk about their peers, they're um, people who are the same age level as them and doing the similar stage of um, uh, vocational skills. And in relation to also people coming from the industry and giving feedback in terms of how they have developed through time. Obviously, we heard a lot about learning from mistakes. 
learning from mistakes in architecture is trying out something, risking out something, and then open and being vulnerable to actually getting feedback from other people. And that is a very unique um, uh, experience in architecture design courses, in particular the studio curriculum or studio design, studio-based design courses. So, um, you know, when we talk, talk, talk about architects, also we talk about designers. And designers of other designers, fashion design or product design, they have to go through the same thing, the same sort of situation in terms of um, being asked to be, to present their work in an, sort of an open crit or an open uh, learning experience. The more the students are exposed to um, to getting feedback from industry, the, it will help them to to be able to discern what is good for them, what is what are the things that people think about their work, and this will engage, give them sort of a, a sort of engagement with themselves, reflecting upon what they've done with the tutors and the others. There's a lot that's happening there where the students are, have to confront with certain fears and certain hesitations. Now, you would think that in second year, compared to fifth year, that could, you would see a different um, situation happening. But in actual fact that it's the same thing that's happening, it's just the level of confidence that is different. I mean, in terms of the skills, maybe there's a level of skills that is more uh, mature in the fifth year, but that's all really. If we talk about put aside level of skills, put aside level of confidence, it is the same project. You, the fifth year student can be doing a, a similar project as what the second year is doing. It's just that it's a matter of complexity. And this is what I like to talk about in terms of complexity, um, in terms of the what are the work that the students need to go into deeper, and and how is it? Is it a? We often think of it in the diagram. It looks as if it is a linear progression from the first stage to the second and third. The first stage, namely, is where some decisions on the program at the end of the day based on analysis and visits and observation and study and research come to some form to some form some conclusion about um, the ingredients that you need to uh, to have before you can actually go into uh, conceptualizing or schematizing the project so the second part is basically that what i said just now the schematic design and before schematic design some planning some strategies because you're dealing with a site and therein lies the difference between a hypothetical project that doesn't have a site and a project that has a site and it's important to note that in order to compare the second year work or the second year production evidence to the fifth year uh, evidence, there must be a concerted effort, there should be or there could be a concerted effort by um, the curriculum designer to actually have site context being important and site 
context and context specificities approach and design should be dealt with in a much more um, thorough, comprehensive manner in which you wish to see the, the evidence of the learning from by the second year student and the fifth year student. So this diagram, we revisit this diagram because we talked about how this, uh, and in general about this diagram, but I would like to go into detail of the different aspects uh, soon enough. And the difference between the second year is the second year only can, is able or afford to do the first stage and the second stage. There is no, uh, usually in the second year, unless you make a comprehensive design project, which you don't usually uh, do because um, you'd want the student to explore other architecture type or other sites and other uh, themes uh, in this respect in, in the University of Malaya School of Architecture. In the first semester, the student explored theory in the second, uh, in, in the whole of the first semester, the theory of architecture, and in the second semester, more on sustainability. Um, that's what I understand from it. And um, in different school of architecture, you may explore different things, obviously, but once if you ex wanting to explore a theme, you want the student to experience different project, and you propose uh, two different projects in a semester. So there is no time really to do a year-long project that includes design development, the third stage, design development, detailed design, and special studies, which the fifth-year student can do. So that aspect is something particular. That's, that is something specific to the final, final year design project or the design thesis. So all students will need to do production drawings and presentation at the end, obviously. So, so the usefulness of this diagram is to actually um, to show the different uh, stages that the students need to go to. And if you buy that these are the components that is necessary, then, then we can start doing the work of um, refining and redefining and refining the curriculum, the studio design curriculum. Before I go into each and every one of the stages um, in the diagram, we can also see that in terms of the fifth year, learning about the context or equi the equivalent of what the people do and what are the activities, uh, the what and where, when, and why did they do is something else. They, um, this contextual, uh, context specificity approach, you, we will discover that the site has several activities that's connected to economic, um, activities, cultural and social or, or, um, mixture of all of them. We will choose a site that is, um, have all these factors and in, 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 
immediacy, the immediacy of these problems are apparent when you visit the site. So as a student of architecture, what does that mean in the second year and the fifth year? I said just now about a consistent thing that people do is to look into the space, volume and detail. And space and volume and detail also occur outside of the building. It's just that we focus on the building. And for design thesis, the maturity of the design shows how the in-between spaces are designed, between cluster of buildings, or between adjacent, uh, the existing building on the site that you're focusing on and the other buildings next to it, and the scale, proportion, materiality, the design of the spaces in between the, uh, the aggregated, the, the complex, building complexes. And Obviously, for the second year, having gone through a course in the first year where it's very much oriented to objects, you could actually um, design a curriculum in the first year to not be too object-focused, but it's often very difficult for School of Architecture to run away from this idea about the artistic process needing to be taught in the first year. Now, if we can, uh, I mean, if we can argue in ourselves that this is not really necessary and that it can just be done in a classroom or an additional setting, um, like a, a workshop parallel to the main uh, project, um, that would be much more ideal for the first year. But this habit of Looking at architecture as um, a, an object is something that in the tradition of modern uh, movement in architecture, in the tradition of modern architecture and how we learn about our modern masters and focusing on the, on the building and the object is something that is difficult for us to break traditionally. If we can if we can break this way of thinking and look more into context and patterns of settlement, of uh, abode, of uh, patterns of habitation and um, integration of, of, of uh, habitat and in nature or in a certain environment, if we can, if we can look into more of what Christopher Alexander said in the pattern language, it will be a way of thinking where it's not object-oriented. Now, it is asked of us, inevitably, it is like a um, taking stock of our architectural graduates. We would ask them the question, do you? What do you think about architecture? You think about the heroes, the star architects, and you talk about how as an icon or as an object, you would appreciate it, but you don't often talk about the village or the context of the people around you because is are those aspects in the pocket of the planners? But the planners are not the designers. So 
architect has to really look into this challenge of the architecture studio curriculum of changing a lot of things that is not working and not helping. Theory cannot be divorced from practice. You can't just teach theory and then we, we don't help or coach students of architecture on the practical side. Believe me that this part, uh, this, uh, this teaching in the studio is more than just a feedback of like and not like and don't like. It's a, you need to actually teach a philosophical viewpoint or you need to actually allow students to make mistakes in that way in which it's not to criticize the student if they make the mistake but to actually discuss about it in the wider context. If in the second year you don't deal with site context or context specificity projects, you will not deal with it in the fifth year. And second year is never too late. In fact, you can start in the first year. And yeah, you can't run away from talking about the design process in architecture studio curriculum. Uh, you can't run away from um, uh, not uh, talking about the, the um, what it, we're not doing right or what we're doing right or what's not working, yeah? We'd, we have a lot of criticism about graduates being not confident even, uh, when, they, when they're working. It's because they're, they're, then the training from second year to fifth year and the, the choice of um, the approach to design and how well teaching and creating environment or creating the teaching um, environment where um, the students will focus on um, the project's um, outcome, the learning outcome that is specific to actually solving problems in terms of the context, which is as opposed to the, the determined form or the preconceived form and ideas that they wish to, um, what do you call it, you know, incorporate in the design. It's very important. It's not something that is, oh, it's okay. You know, they will learn and they, you know, and, and they will learn. They will not learn until it is pointed out to them that that is problematic. There is attitudes from tutors to to um, to focus only on the building and between the boundary that is given, um, where you don't have anything to do with the context. This is very dangerous practice. We have been in previously. We just accept that, and tutors would just concentrate on the building type, but just concentrating on the building type, what are your learning outcomes? What do you wish the student to learn from this? Okay, now um, at the uh, later part of this different stage, the diagram that shows a different stage in terms of the design process. As I said earlier, the design brief um, 
is done by the studio masters and second year student is presented okay you got to design a gallery or you got to design a uh, in our case a cottage industry with accommodation and and you got to research then at the same time there's you got to do a site visit of the area as a group and come up with some information where you can analyze as well as a group and there'll be a group uh, discussion about this and then you would um, research on what is the cottage industry building or accommodation and you could do case studies you could do precedent studies and in this particular semester a precedent study is a must to be shown in how you can integrate and at this point this first stage the program that you got from the brief itself and the program that you you the detail of the program for example if you're making noodles in the scottish industry as opposed to making a, 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 it is a bakery or a recycling uh, center then the detailed program by the second year student need to be detailed out and they could understand and how to integrate that in their space. And that's going back to space, going back to the volume necessary for natural ventilation, cross ventilation, and the details necessary to, to solve the program. So there is a second stage a student have to do, which is coming up with a site planning, design strategy, and the scheme. And there could be expressions or detailing out some aspects of the drawings, so the on production drawing stage. Um, but all in all, these is uh, these are the basic processes that second year student goes through. And having a site, a real site that they actually visit. In these times of COVID-19 pandemic, obviously, like uh, in our case, it was two-thirds or three-quarters of the class cannot go for the site visit. So they depended a lot on those who actually could do the site visit. And uh, those people who did the site visit and actually came out the right information and useful information even taking videos and, and interviewing people. And these are all very helpful for the, the students to, to, to do a long distance sort of design and not doing the site visit. So the diagram shows the criti critical things uh, regarding um, um, critical activities that you would lose out or you can't really get you know the the, the the sense the feeling of the site and obviously the site visit um we would th like to think that all the students would actually get into this um project at the same way at the same level but we cannot uh, we need to find out whether that was that happened or not and in the stage where they're actually schematizing it, um, much of it's uh, at this level, the second year, much of what they had experienced going to sites previously in the first year, for example, 
because the first project did not have a site, it's a hypothetical site. So they have to depend on their experience going to site before. And that imagination, the capacity to think and in their mind's eye, the, how they could experience a space, it could be um, a generic thing, whether they experience it somewhere else near where they live, a similar type of area they could visit and they could come out with for this design. For the uh, design thesis student, obviously, the site context-driven or context-specificity projects is a very us useful um, approach for them because the designing the brief comes from them they're the one who come up with the topic, so they have to come up with a brief proposal in the first seven weeks, and they have to visit the site together. And if they have a, um, an area, in the case of PJO Town, they have three, four sections um, adjacent, uh, and the main uh, roads that is uh, cut from north to south and east to west, and they studied this they call it sections or neighborhoods. Uh, and um, and they did it as a group because then uh, they could share the, work, uh, share the information and have some group discussion, similar to the second year, but with the intention of also, unlike the second year, they have their own, they have already one site identified, but for the design thesis students, they there are about 10 uh, to 14 of them so they they find different sites and they discuss with each other who's going to do what site and some did the market the church the um, uh, bus terminal and library and botanic garden and schools and colleges and hospital so eventually they propose that during the seven weeks and then they start with similar to the second year they start with the second stage of site planning, a design strategy, and schematic design. And then, because they're a year-long project, they need to come up with one scheme that they eventually, in the second stage, one scheme, um, which is which could justify the programs that they had studied in that scheme, if it's library and bus terminal, what are the programs that, in terms of the area and the massing and so on, they have to get it down and confirm that as something to develop further, design development, and then they go into detail and special studies in the different aspects that they could um, work on. The special studies could be uh, on environmental um, science or specifically um, um, the design of the volume space and detail of the fenestration in order to get cross ventilation and dealing with sun, um, uh, sun orientation, dealing with wind patterns, dealing with many aspects of what that project could be. You know, if it's a church, they have different ways of doing it. If you have a um, library or a market there are different ways of doing it the market basically is open all the time and um, that's special studies 
um, one aspect of special studies, there's other aspects of special studies, construction and material, um, landscape design, all in all, everybody deal with an integra integrated design, ideas of structure and services, it has to be also sorted out. So, there you see that this diagram, is, today's discussion is about this diagram and how this diagram can be applied to different year projects, second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year, which is based on site context or context specificity and and um, um, I would say the importance of actually coming up this diagram. If you are a school of architecture or you're doing architecture curriculum, everybody is on the same page when they talk about how important to do sites, site context or context-driven projects. And I would like to propose that this diagram is helps the School of Architecture to actually look through their programs. And for a hypothetical site, which I disagree that it should be a hypothetical site, I disagree uh, that the School of Architecture do any hypothetical uh, programs as architects, one should only do site-specific ones. But if you were to create a school of architecture based on hypothetical projects, then good luck. Okay, so at this point in time, I like to finish this podcast, and I, I like to to um, hope that you enjoy it or have some ideas that could be helpful. And thank you for sticking around. Good evening. Mm -hmm.